Welcome to the Gym Life Podcast. In this episode, Mikey and I sit down and talk about the roads to success, as well as some of the behind the scenes things that you may not be aware of from the gym brand. If anyone out there, you know, has ever gone to church or anything like that, it's, it, you know, maybe you go for different reasons, but the one thing that you don't go to church for is because it's forced, right? You go because you're trying to get, like anyone who's who's a faith-based person, they, they're called evangelists, right? It doesn't really matter what religion. It's just like, okay, and what does that mean? It means that you find value in, in getting some type of emotional or, uh, faith-based nourishment, right? You feel good about yourself because you're doing something that you think that there's, you're unshaken. No one can change you from that mindset of having faith in, in a specific religion, right? So that's what evangelism essentially means, right? But how do you apply that same type of philosophy in your life? And what that means is, is that how are you yourself creating that where you're a magnet for other people, right? You're a magnet for your for your family. Like people know when they go to you that they have all their faith in you, that you're going to take care of things because you're doing the right thing, because you're a good person and all those things, right? And so we talked about that earlier is comes down to really doing the right thing. And how do you create that in business? And I think many of the gym army people who are the, the consumers of us, it's like they're unmoved on the brand, right? How does that happen? How do you get somebody who is – um, a consumer of a supplement to consume so much about a brand that they post 10 times a day on our Facebook. How does that happen? Right. And so I've seen it since it started just because I started the company with Jim. And so I just want to explain like what that means and how that is. And I think Mikey's, you know, I'd like to hear from you in a second about what was the draw. Cause I think it, it helps not only just me explain it from my standpoint of how you create it, um, that being the goal, right? But how somebody who didn't start the brand, but's been with me for a long time, you know, what is the draw that draws him here, right? And what is that? So I think that's, you know, I'll kind of ask you, Mikey, like, what is that draw that kind of makes you run to work every day? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's the people. It's a, that's a big, big thing. It's when you come in and you're not only stoked to get the work done because you're going to do something that a flexes your mind because that to me, that's the best thing in the world. Student being a student of the game and constantly having the ability to where if you have a specific idea on how to make the business better, both between you, you know, higher ups like, you know, uh, Bert Xiao, anyone that in the technical side of things from kind of where my world is right now, you guys are like, Hey, if you got this idea, and you want to go down this hole, you know, as far as learning that skill and craft, you guys nourish it to the fullest. You say, yeah, that sounds badass. Go for it. Um, and with that has given me the flexibility to become skilled in the realms that I'm skilled in now. Because if you guys said, no, you can't do that. I can't let you spare a second besides cutting footage up in the beginning. I wouldn't have went so far on the web dev side. Um, and the thing is that comfortability factor, that home thing where you can go to you and be like, hey, I got this idea. It might fail at first, and I might not know how to do it perfectly yet. Good. I know you'll figure it out, though. And I think that comfortability with everybody is that family thing that you're talking about, right? It's You don't give a shit if you fail, but right. 
you're going to figure it out at the same time. Uh, and I think that is a massive point as to why I would never leave here is because there's so much room to grow. Even if you don't see it today, two days later down the road, this thing hits and you go, oh, I could probably carve out my own niche. You said, 100%, go for it. That's your thing now. Right. How you do that in your life and how you do that in business is you have to have a founding principle, mm -hmm. right, that everybody buys into. And, you know, the football analogy is the same thing, right? Like that, that term evangelism, again, I don't want it to be just um, something that is highly focused on like evangelism, like, like Christianity. No, it is an analogy used to describe a feeling that people get by association. Football teams have it. Baseball teams. If you've ever played any team sport, you understand that. People buy into a philosophy. Right. And so fortunately, I experienced that at a young age because I had a great high school football program, which led into a, you know, a, a good college football career and tried to do some stuff after that. But the thing that I learned when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old, when I started playing high school football, 13, I think, is we had a great program and it was based around philosophies of uh, something that we felt was bigger than than just the work anybody else could put in. So we had this term. Right the flying pig, right? And, and it was something that, it, it was kind of something that, it, it was like an inside term that only the people who played football on that team understood. So we would always say, hey, pigs fly, right? It, it's something that we all buy into. And what that means is, is that there was a story behind that, was when my football coach, my high school football coach, Coach Mark Beckham, who was just, a, was one of the major influences in my life outside of my folks and, and, and people, is he established a, a protocol of not just how to play football, but how to buy into something to where when it was such a struggle and it was, you know, that, that analogy of like, you know, fourth and goal and no time on the clock. And there's a story behind it of, of, of a, literally a miracle that I witnessed, which was the culmination of everything and all those principles he talked about. But the flying pig was um, – there was, a, there was a guy by the name of Caleb Sponholt who was a, uh, a running back for us uh, before my time. It was his first year, and he was a freshman running back. And, um, and so he was told by the previous coach, um, you'll, the day that you actually start and play running back is the day that pigs will fly, right? And so um, my coach got in there. It was his first year, and now this kid was a sophomore, right? And so uh, he brought him up to the varsity. He says, you're going to be my running back. But this kid was so beaten down by the previous coach because he was just, you know, looked at as kind of like, you know, a rug rat and, you know, skinny kid and all that. His senior year, he broke every single state and county rushing and touchdown record, I believe. And, um, and it was – and so that year, Caleb actually – he made uh, like a pig um, – and put wings on it. And I think he gave it to that because the guy was still there. The coach, the former coach is still a teacher there. And I think he actually gave it to me. He says, Hey, pigs are flying. And, um, so it, 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 it just, it was something that we all kind of bought into that no matter where you start, no matter the difficulties that are in front of you, fucking pigs fly. Right. And so we had this thing. We'd always touch the top of a door. Um, all the football guys did. And there was a pig up there and we'd always touch the top of the pig in our locker room. And then it became a standard every doorway. Even today, Mikey always said, why don't you touch the top of the door? It's just something that's been so ingrained in me. It was like, it, 
it's like a religion in a sense. It's evangelism. I bought into something so much, and the entire team did, that we actually won CIF my junior year, and how we we won this basically the equivalent of a state championship, and how we did that. It, it, it was like a miracle because there was actually a, a it was the greatest play in history. Everyone has their own you know football stories, but mine I will tell you is is absolutely ridiculous. And um, you know, first game playoff game, and everybody we were down. It was twelve seconds left. We had ninety yards to go. We were down by two points, um, and the game was over. Right, and we had ninety yards to go. And um, long story short. First play, option, quarterback scoots out. He go he goes like, you know, 45 yards, steps out of bounds at the 50 uh, with two seconds left, right? And um, and I just remember everybody on that sideline was just like, you know, you got to believe pigs fly, da, da, you know, like that mantra and these these things that were the foundation of that, that time, right? And it, it, you just knew somehow something was going to happen because you just all this work. And it was like, we just, it was that never give up that never die attitude. And second play option again, quarterback pitches it uh, running back. He scoots. He literally breaks eight tackles, gets down, gets tackled on the five yard line, um, purposely fumbles the ball or wide receiver jumps over him. And the guy tackling picks up runs in, you know, game-winning touchdown, and then we go on and, and just, you know, win that year. But you could see the belief in everybody and what that was like. And so that was my experience. And so I always wanted to try and and replicate that in my life, replicate that in business. And so everybody here knows that my flying pig is at this organization. What do you think it is, Mikey? Do the right thing. Do the right thing, yeah. right? a core principle that every single person in this organization buys into. And if you want something in life, if you want something to where you're going to get a group of people together to do something that is bigger than that they feel is bigger than themselves, you got to have an established principle that people can buy into that's authentic and truthful and that they find value in. So when they see something, they feel good about what it is that they're doing and what it is that they're a part of. And that draws people to you. Right. And I think that's the most important thing about how you can find value. So if you're out there in space and you're not happy with your job, you're not happy with your life, you're pissed off. Something's got, there's a lot of shit that, you know, fucking people are just dealing with right now. And they're like, what do I do? I would say number one is find something that you can kind of like your ethos, your, the thing that you can live by that is a constant reminder to you, I got to do better, right? And if you do that and you offer that emotional nourishment to somebody else, you don't have to force them to come into work. You're going to want to come into work. They're going to want to come into work. And then the effort that you put into that place is going to just run out to, in our case, the consumers, right? I don't post on the gym army. I don't engage with our consumers. Jim doesn't engage with this consumers because he feels, you know, we got to do it to, you know, make money or anything like that. We want to do it. It's fun. We, we, and, and I think the consumers, the gym army and those people, they find value in there saying, fuck, I can't believe that a brand, you know, the owners are actually taking the time to respond. I can't believe that the people behind the organization, Mikey and Luke and PK, you know, they're, they're on here too. Because when you do that, 
the people around you are they're, they're amazed by the fact that there's something more than just the job, right? And so they find like, this is a brand that we can trust. We, we know that when we take these products, there's a process that gets vetted. So they find trust. They find value. They're never going to leave, right? And that's what we want. And it's our goal to make sure that they're continued to be supported because they gave us, you know, their trust. And I always say trust is the hardest thing to earn but is the easiest thing to lose. Because all it takes is you doing one thing that somebody is, you know, going to take the wrong way or whatever. And all of a sudden they're like, ah, oh, fuck you. You know, we don't want to deal with you anymore. So, you know, that that's what establishing evangelism is in your life is just finding something that people can buy into. Now it could be a saying as like, you know, but to me, that's what you got to do. It's like, we all can be out here and it, it, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a subculture, right? All of us guys you know, girls and everyone who works here could be out at dinner or something like that. And just be like, Hey, do the right thing. And everybody knows exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Nobody else around there. And it actually makes it better for you because you're like, you know what? We're on the inside. Everybody else is on the outside. Oh, you want to be on the inside? You know? And that's what it is. It's building that, that, that team camaraderie to where you couldn't think about playing for another team, but you also know to Mikey's point that there are going to be opportunities and you're not just stuck. You know, so um, that's that's what it really means. And, you know, and you you need to be able to understand how to apply that in your own life too. It, everybody's and that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, I grew up in a small town, you know, my, and I was showing Mikey pictures of it earlier. Dude, directions in my house was like, hey, dude, uh, go through the wash. Um, they're like, like where the pavement ends. I'm like, yeah, they're like, is that a real road? Yeah. And then go up there, you turn right on the second Joshua tree, and then there's a rock. And dude, it's like no one gets a <laughs> no one gets a full deck to start with. Even if you have a lot based on, you know, material and all that stuff. Like Vince Andrich, our chief brand officer, always says it best. He's like, dude, he's like, nobody has a full deck, right? No one just can check every box and say, I'm good everyone's got their own shit. And so that's the thing. It's like, but you got to make a decision for yourself. You know, am I going to be a victim or am I going to, you know, be a leader? Am I going to be somebody who is going to be complaining about all the things that I don't have? And, you know, everyone else is getting in my way. I mean, dude, if, if, if a football team, and I use football because I play football, if a team just made excuses like, oh, we would have won if the other team, you know, didn't hit as hard. We would have won if, um, you know, they didn't run up the scoreboard. You know, we, we, we would have won if, if our guys were bigger. I mean, think about a coach talking to their team that way. You know what, guys? We lost today, but um, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. You know, the other team was just bigger. You know, think about what that's going to do to the determination of that team. You know, so you got to make a decision for yourself. You know, if you want to be successful by finding value in life again it's not money it's not things those things those things go away like that you know and i've i've had nothing i've had a lot and still fighting to keep it and but it's not easy but you got to make a decision in terms of you know your mentality of if you're going to be a victim or if you're going to be a leader and then once you make that decision to be a leader then how you can be a draw for other people because i will say this this organization now, there's, dude, I 
could not do it without, namely Mikey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, no, everyone here, no, but you know, we got I mean, a good team, man. yeah, we, we got a good team, but there's, but there's magnets to everybody, you know, it is. And I think we got a great group of leaders here. Um, and that's what you should do is, is you should become a leader yourself and then create leaders, you know, don't create followers, create leaders. And I think that's one thing that we try to do even with our consumers is that giving them the emotional and the physical support to where they become leaders within their own space. That's all it is. And keep them motivated and inspired and then, you know, um, healthy. <laughs>